Hello and welcome to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. I am your host, Dr. Haley Schaff, where I'm here to empower you to become the alpha of your health. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I'm so happy to be here. Happy Wellness Wednesday. If you are listening to this when the podcast is released, it's released on every Wednesday. Wednesdays are, I don't go into the office. I do more remote consulting and I do, that's when I do my podcast. That's when I kind of come up with all of this educational content that I plan to share with you. That's when my newsletter drops. So if you're not a part of my newsletter, I don't release one every week. I'm not just going to release one if I don't have anything to talk about. I'm not just going to spam people, but you know, this week I had a really exciting announcement to share, which I'll talk about in a second. So I'll put the link so that you can subscribe to my newsletter down in the show notes. But um, Wednesdays are just my thought producing educational wellness harnessing days. So I always look forward to them. I always record on them. And then the podcast is released the next week. So I'm probably actually going to record a few podcasts today because they, it, um, I'm going to be busy the next few weeks. I mean, really kind of busy the next quite, oh gosh, I'm going to be busy because next week we're, I'm going, we're going to do some mistletoe therapy for my mom, which is a really, really cool new integrative and, um, just a really cool new treatment option out there for those with cancer. And I'm, I'm super excited to go to that with her and, that's going to be kind of a, a busy few days there that I'm taking kind of off in the middle of the week. And then, you know, not long after that, we've got our wedding, which is, I mean, it seems kind of like it's a month away, but it's going to be here before we know it. And then we're going to do a little mini moon just up to the mountains for a few days. And then I have a wedding the next weekend. So it's just, it's going to be a really crazy next few weeks. So I'm going to try to get a few episodes done today, at least a few done today. So that way it's not as crazy. And that way I make sure that the con, even though I'm going to be crazy busy, the content will be out there for you guys so that you have it and can, can still harness all this power of wellness Wednesdays. So, um, I have a few exciting announcements that I was saying that, you know, if you're not on my email list, it dropped in my email today, I created something that I've kind of been thinking about doing for a while. I've been thinking about, okay, I know I attract a population of people who want help with their hormones. And within that population of people who want help with their hormones, it's a lot of people who struggle with skin issues, whether that's inflammatory skin conditions like rosacea, you know, redness, inflammatory acne, hormonal cystic acne, you know, scarring because of that melasma because of the pill. I I really found that I attract a lot of that type of people. And, and I myself have dealt with skin issues. And that's what I'm talking about today. I'm going to be talking about acne in today's episode. So I just kind of want to preface this by saying, Uh, and talking about this new little thing that I released. So I released a holistic skincare questionnaire. So because so many people want help with, you know, choosing non-toxic products and everybody always wants like, what can I put on my skin? What can I put on my skin, on my skin, on my skin? But nobody's, but, but skin is, it's only an outward appearance of what's going on on the inside. So I love recommending skincare things to people because non-toxic skincare and personal care products and just things that we have, like, I mean, that totally has been a huge pillar of my health and my journey. So I do see the utmost importance in topical use of things because it's very important, but it's only one part of the story. You, you know, if you think about it in a way, I mean, it's kind of 
one, it's like a half band-aid because you're fixing what it looks like on the outside. But the reason that I created this questionnaire is because I want to help guide and direct you guys into some ways that you can look into what's going on on the inside. So this questionnaire is not a medical form. It is, I can't give personalized protocols, personalized, you know, treatment regimens based on, you know, I can probably know the hormonal imbalances that's going on from the questions that are in there. I can know if your liver is sluggish, but I, I'm going to give you directions on where to go, whether that's resources that I have read, you know, that you can go check out things that you can like very blanket things that you can kind of start to look into, or, you know, it can kind of point you in a direction of maybe we need to dig a little bit deeper and maybe, you know, we could work together and figure out, okay, what is exactly going on in these in these hormonal imbalances and how can we address them? How can we support the liver for you? How can we fix your gut dysbiosis for you? You know, so, you know, uh, what I'm just really excited about it. So the link is going to be in the show notes for this holistic skincare questionnaire. And, you know, if, if you, I'm going to, provide some obviously resources for you to check out kind of, you know, oh, this is hormonal imbalance. This is, this kind of shows that there's some insulin dysregulation, you know, so I would look into that further. You know, it's not diagnosing, it's not treating, it's, it's pointing you and educating you in a direction that I would recommend to go. And then below uh, in the email, I am going to give you a skincare regimen that I would recommend for what you ha- kind of have going on. So it's kind of like a two-part approach. So we'll tackle we'll give you some empowerment and we'll give you some education on the first step. And then we'll give you some things that you can start doing right now to help your skin, whether that's things at home, you know, like I, for a lot of people, I've recommended certain little at home turmeric paste, you know, to put on a blackhead or sometimes a charcoal mask or the resurfacing peel, you know, certain things like that. But I can show you what the skincare regimen would look like, whether you can do all of it or a few of it or none of it. That's totally fine. I just want you to have the information so that you know what you can do to have better hormones, better gut function, better liver function, decrease your toxic burden and therefore have better skin because we all, that's what we all want. We all have our own insecurities about our skin. And I, um, I'm not an esthetician. I'm not a, that's not my jam, but my jam is the inside. My jam is the hormones. My jam is the liver, the gut. And, and I, I, I kind of wanted to create this just to kind of help point you guys in that direction. And whether that direction is scheduling a consult, like a one-on-one hour to hour and a half consult with me. Cool. Whether it's giving you some books and resources so that you can do the education yourself. Cool. I'm good with both. I'm good with one or the other. I'm good with just making sure that I'm doing my part and getting that information to you guys so that you guys can feel good about it. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. I want to talk all about acne. So kind of going into this, you know, acne can come on for honestly, a lot of different reasons. And sometimes those reasons are known and sometimes they're unknown. And what I want to share with you guys today is just some steps on how, on how we can know what's going on on the inside, giving us, because our skin is honestly, it's, it's showing us what's going on on the inside. So whether that's acne, you know, inflammation shows up on the face, you know, all of that kind of stuff shows up on the face. So let's kind of get into where acne can show up and what that means. Okay. So I just wanted to pull up my image so that I just make sure that I don't get anything wrong. So, okay. So let's start with the chin. Cause that's kind of the most common place that I see my clients and my patients acne come up. And so things that are going to be around the chin are going to be 
more p- related to pelvic organs. So pelvic organs and those that is very hormonal driven in nature. Whereas when you get out towards kind of the upper portion of the jawbone kind of near where, you know, like that cur- the your mandible would be, that's kind of more lungs. Above your lip is going to be more dealing with your heart. And then just outside of that, so kind of in between your cheeks and your mouth is going to kind of be what's going on in the large intestine. Breakouts on the nose are often dealt with the pancreas. Under the eyes is a huge kidney thing. It's also a huge liver thing. So if you have dark circles, that is definitely some liver liver issue kind of going on. Dark circles are not normal. We get them as we age. You get them kind of when you don't sleep, but think about it. That's where your liver degen. That's where your liver is going to detox. That's where sleep is where you detox. So that's why you get dark circles there. Um, stomach is kind of just underneath that area. And then above. So if we go to your forehead, we've got the bladder and heart kind of right above the eyebrows. And then in the main portion and the center portion of the forehead is the small intestine. And then breakouts kind of on the side of the face near your hairline are going to be kind of dealing with the gallbladder. So, and liver is smack dab. Well, liver is kind of all of this because liver kind of controls all of this, but liver is, would be smack dab, you know, in between the eyeballs. Um, so, but you know, taking a holistic whole body approach, I mean, these things all totally overlap, but when people are coming to me and they have breakouts, it's pretty much, I hear all the time, I, you know, if you were to cover up my chin, the rest of my face is crystal clear. I literally just break out on my chin. That is totally a hormonal thing. It's a pelvic organ thing. And I mean, it makes total sense, but if there's breakouts kind of all over, it's definitely showing more of a systemic overall inflammatory. There's definitely some gut dysbiosis going on. And sometimes, you know, it's hard to tell. Sometimes if you don't have proper post gym skincare etiquette and you, you know, if you sweat a lot or, and you're not taking good care of your face, I mean, it might be hard to tell exactly what's causing the acne because is it caused from sweat? Is it caused from, you know, other things, you know, it's, it's hard to tell. So that's why, you know, when we, we can kind of dive into that and you can kind of troubleshoot that yourself, but nonetheless, acne is annoying. It's, 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 it totally takes away from your self-conscious. It makes you feel, you know, like you want to hide your face. And, and I know what that feels like. And I just am here to tell you that the answers are, we're not getting good enough answers. So when I had gone into college and, and my skin had definitely gotten worse because of, I was drinking more and I was eating more inflammatory oils in the dining hall. And I probably wasn't sleeping all that great. And you know, my lifestyle just what, like I was working out because I was an athlete and I was trying to eat mostly healthy because I was an athlete, but I mean, come on, the dining hall at our school was incredible and I'm sure they didn't cook in the best oils. I know they didn't. And I, my, I just, I know I, I was not as healthy as I was before and as I most certainly am now. So, you know, no wonder that my skin flared up because there was definitely a lot of internal inflammation going on. And because your gut cell is only one cell layer thick, like your gut lining is only one cell layer thick, it does not take much to damage that, you know? So a lot of people, I tell them to notice if you notice a breakout after you are stressed or after you eat something, because let's kind of get into apart from hormones, what 
triggers are that can then create the hormone cascade or create impaired detoxification and stuff like that. So things that I oftentimes see be causing acne, you know, stress is a huge one because stress is cortisol and cortisol it's going to throw everything else off in the hormone pyramid. So if cortisol's off, it's throwing everything else off, which testosterone, testosterone and estrogen are huge players when it comes to acne. But if cortisol skyrocketed, it's going to already create inflammation and it's going to throw those off. They're going to be in hyperdrive and it's going to create a breakout. So a lot of people definitely notice that when they're more stressed, they're more prone to breakouts. So definitely just be mindful of that. When you start to notice yourself getting stressed, just maybe take more time for meditation, maybe calm it down a little bit in the gym and, you know, do more walking or light, light workouts, you know, just anything that you can do to just mitigate that stress so that you can really bring that cortisol down so that you can heal better. Um, other things, you know, are food sensitivities or food allergies, food allergies are pretty like, you're going to know if you are allergic to a food, you know, you, your throat starts to close up or you, I mean, that's like kind of the main, you're going to know if you're, a lot of times you're going to know if you're allergic to a food, not always, but food inset or, oh my gosh, I cannot talk today. Food sensitivities are a little bit more common, but they're, they often go undetected, you know? So you can be eating, you know, thinking that you're feeling your body, but you might have a sensitivity to it, which that sensitivity is constantly creating low grade inflammation in the gut, which the gut is immediately connected and directly connected to your skin. And so that I often see whether, you know, the big ones like dairy and gluten or wheat, you know, sometimes it's eggs for people, unfortunately. And sometimes it's, you know, nightshades like tomatoes and eggplant and even ashwagandha is a nightshade. So, you know, really kind of take a look and see, okay, when I eat this, do I break out? If I were to limit this food, do my breakouts get better? Kind of do like this mini elimination type diet on yourself to kind of experiment to see, how are you doing with this food? Is it creating low-grade inflammation? And I mean, there are food sensitivity tests, but to be totally honest, I don't I don't really love them. Some weird things show up and people are like, I seriously feel fine eating this, which which you might, but sometimes, and, and it's kind of a caveat because sometimes when you've been eating something for so long, you do feel fine, but you don't realize how crap you feel until you cut it out and then you try adding it back in. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword, but food sensitivities are a huge one. Hormone dysregulation. So whether that's, I mean, any type of dysregulation. So hypothyroid is going to be a hormone dysregulation. PCOS is going to be a hormone dysregulation. Estrogen dominance is pretty much the big player that's causing your acne, especially before your uh, period. If you get PMS symptoms, cramping, bloating, bitchiness, irritability, cravings, and you break out, you are totally, that is like an estrogen dominant, ding, 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 like winner. You are estrogen dominant. But, you know, that does not mean that you don't make progesterone. It, estrogen dominance just means that your estrogen is all of control compared to progesterone. So your progesterone could be in normal range and you're making a great amount. But the problem is that estrogen is stealing the show. And estrogen steals the show for a lot of different reasons. So there's an enzyme that converts testosterone into estrogen called aromatase. And that is a huge reason for breakouts. If you are five alpha, if you prefer the five alpha pathway of kind of testosterone detox, you are more prone to estrogen breakouts. And I look at that when I'm running Dutch tests on people. And then if their testosterone is kind of normal, but their estrogen is crazy, but they have 
all of these other kind of symptoms. I mean, it, it, it's, it definitely takes some clinical, um, some clinical eyes, but, um, it's totally possible for that to happen. And I do see it all the time. And that's a problem because when estrogen is through the roof like that, you know, estrogen is typically very good for our skin. It gives us that nice glow. It, it's, we need estrogen. It's what makes us females. But when it's in overdrive and when it's too much, that's where we do get that hormonally driven acne. And that is why for some people, certain things like cruciferous vegetables, dim supplementation, all of that can be helpful. But you have to know, I see way, way, way too many people just hopping on these like broad spectrum hormone support supplements that do contain DIM, but a lot of times people don't need it. And a lot of times DIM is making their symptoms worse. So that is why it is really, really important to get not your blood levels tested, but your, I don't like, I don't like measuring hormones in blood at all. Um, it's not, it's not accurate. It's not a good snapshot to be to where you're actually at, but to get your hormones tested, go see someone and have them do a Dutch test on you. I would be more than happy to do a Dutch test on you. That's the best way to see where your estrogen is at and how it's being detoxed. And if DIM is a good supplement for you, because too many people are just, they're always messaging me. One, I can't give social media. I can't give medical advice on social media. So please don't message me with your history and telling me what's going on and then expecting me to be able to rightfully answer your question because I just can't and I won't because that's not ethical. And two, they're coming and they're saying, you know, you know, I have horrible breakouts and I just started dim. Is that good? And I'm like, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I literally don't know. I, I don't know anything about you. I don't know where your estrogen is at. I don't know what symptoms you experience. I just don't know. And so I think that in the supplement industry, just marketing mass hormone supplements like that, I just don't love that because it can be great for some people and dim can be amazing, but it also might clear people out too much. So what I recommend is if you are more leaning towards estrogen dominance, you're going to be fine with cruciferous vegetables because dim is a very dim is found in cruciferous vegetables, but when it's supplemented, it's just in such a high dose that it can clear people's estrogen too fast. Whereas it's very hard to do that for through cruciferous vegetables. So, you know, broccoli sprouts are the OG and the best cruciferous vegetable, cabbage, cauliflower, broccoli, uh, kale, I guess, arugula, all of those are amazing and things that you should be adding in, you know, on a daily basis uh, in different colors, different kinds, not just eating broccoli once a day. That's not sufficient. You know, multiple times a day, getting in as much as you possibly can is, is going to really help kind of shift that because that is, that is truly a huge part of where acne is coming from in a hormonal aspect. Um, acne can also come when like if you are detoxing or if you do have a toxic burden, acne, like toxins and crap is going to come out through your skin. So like that is, it's very common for if I'm putting someone on, you know, like a liver support supplement or, you know, they're, they're, they are, they're cutting crappy things out of their life. So their body's detoxing a little bit and it is possible to kind of break out a little bit in that portion because that's things are just coming out through your skin. That is a huge reason how we detox, whether it's through sweat. Unfortunately, sometimes it's through acne, not fun, but the good news is, is that, um, you can, a lot of times that can be cleared up quicker because you are detoxing and you're helping to support all of those organs because the more that you can support yourself whenever you do have a breakout is going to be very, very important because 
it's like if I get a breakout, I notice that it goes away seriously so much faster because of all the different things that I do, which I'm going to share kind of some of my favorite remedies on top of getting to the root of why it's happening. Because I could tell you, I could have in the beginning just said, these are my favorite foods for acne and these are my favorite herbs for acne. Okay, bye. See you next week. But that's not addressing why you are actually getting in the first place. And until you address why you're getting it in the actual first place, it's not going to go away. So, you know, whether it's hormonal driven, you know, estrogen dominance or high testosterone or, you know, you're not supporting your liver, your toxic burden is too high, you don't have a good digestion. I see that all the time. You know, people who are bloating after meals, people who burp or have indigestion or are constipated, that's a huge, huge thing for acne. Because if you're not going to the bathroom every day, you aren't excreting those toxins and hormones and things that are meant to be out of the body. So they will continue to recirculate. That's also another huge reason for estrogen dominance is if you're not pooping every day, the estrogen continues to recirculate and it will get reabsorbed into the blood and you'll just continue, it'll just continue to recirculate. And, and so kind of the digest, like all these go together and that's what you'll see is, and that's the approach that we do not get is that these all go together. Like, I can't just say, Oh, you've got liver problems here. Just take this liver supplement. Here you've got, you know, estrogen problems. Just take this dim. They all go together. You have to support digestion. You have to support the liver. You've got to, you know, be adequately hydrated. You've got to be supporting your hormones. You have to be really working to manage your stress. They all go together, whether you're experiencing hormonal alone or whether you just experience random breakouts once in a while and you seriously have no idea. Um, Another huge reason is insulin resistance. So insulin resistance is going to drive up testosterone and testosterone is a huge player for how you can be experiencing acne and insulin resistance is also going to cause uh, leaky gut and it's also going to cause low grade inflammation in the body. And so like, of course it's going to show up through your skin and it's, it's, it's so many things you guys. So I, I hope that if you learn one thing from this episode, it's that you can't just oh, just put some tea tree oil on it and, you know, it'll go away and it will. But you have to be looking at these things and through through a critical eye and saying, oh, my gosh, these things are all connected. Duh. That's why integrative health is my jam and that's how I practice. And it's not just a one system approach. All of our body organs and systems are connected. They do not function independently of another. They function together. So that is why you have to look at all of them. You have to address the gut. And I mean, the gut is kind of responsible for that and everything else, but there are, there are a lot of really, um, empowering and great ways to be able to take control of this, you know? So definitely fill out if this is you and you are realizing like, Oh my God, I totally need to kind of figure out the root of all of this. Then, you know, let's do it. Let's figure out, fill out the holistic skincare questionnaire and I'll point you in the direction of where I would go if I were you, you know, look into this, look into this, you know, and go back in, in, and so after you've listened to this episode, we did the gut health episode, which is episode number two, which I need to do another episode expanding on that. Um, I did the inflammatory vegetable oil episode, which is episode number three, which is if you're constantly eating inflammatory foods, of course you're going to have acne. Uh, I did a detox episode. I think those are four and five. So detoxing you know, how detox works. That's important. And detoxing your environment, things that you're exposed to, because I remember when we were using, uh, I believe that the 
detergent that I had used still had fragrance in it before I fully had switched. I got a huge breakout on my chin and I was like, what the heck is going on? And my, my face is sitting on the pillow all night and fragrance, you know, they can clog your pores. And, you know, apart from cleanliness things of cleaning your pillow, you know, a few times a week and not using the same towel that you wipe your hands on or wipe your body on to wipe your face on. Those are obviously, you know, bacterial forms of acne, but I'm talking about kind of the more internal forms of how acne can manifest. And, and honestly, breakouts can be a little bit of mix of both. So it's not just to say, Oh, your acne is always 100% this. No, sometimes when I sweat more and you know, I don't do as great of a job washing my face before I go on to the next thing, you know, yeah, that is definitely bacteria, but bacteria is not the problem. We don't want to over sanitize and over cleanse our face because that just creates more issues. And, you know, if you learn anything like in, from what I talk about on social media, it's not the germs and bacteria that are the problem. It's, it's our terrain and our, is our body adequately fit to be, you know, getting rid of what it doesn't need and, and fueling it with things that are going to make it work the best and work optimal. So I think that that's kind of where I would start. So I want to kind of share now, So one, you have to get to the root cause. You have to get to the root cause of why you're getting your acne in the first place and be, you know, a little, be critical with it, you know, think about your stress and think about, was there something I ate? Cause like you can't just eat a piece of cake and then the next day you're going to wake up and your face is going to be crazy. Sometimes it takes a few days. So you have to kind of really think about things. Like if you have, if you have like persistent acne and I would keep a food journal and see, okay, and then what you can look back and you get a breakout. Okay, what did I eat in the last few days? How stressed was I in the last few days? Was I stressed when I was eating? Did, um, was I taking care of myself? Was I, you know, you can go through a whole list of things because it's, it's a holistic approach, whole body approach. So some of my favorite things I want to share for helping to support kind of the underlying reasons that this is going on in the first place and things that I will like be even more uh, diligent about if I am getting a breakout is, you know, obviously gut health. And there is, I remember when I was put on, I was put on an antibiotic, like a low dose. I was doxycycline. I was put on that. Take it every day. I think it was like 50 million. I don't even remember. Probably not 50 milligrams, maybe, but I don't, whatever. Anyways, I'm like, why am I on an antibiotic every day for my acne? Oh my God, making no sense. I probably made it way worse in the long term, and it does. Uh, you know, I don't. I to, it totally did. It made definitely healing the gut a much more of a journey, but uh, that's okay because we're here and we're better. Still, always healing, but we're better. Uh, and so, because of that, you know, supporting the gut is going to be everything. So, healing foods for the gut. I love doing things like bone broth. Uh, the best healing food for the gut is going to be limiting foods that do inflame it. So things like sugar, you know, gluten can be really inflammatory, um, and finding out what those food sensitivities are and limiting those. But, um, bone broth is one of my absolute favorites, especially as the weather's starting to kind of cool down. It's much easier to sip on something like that, you know, things like, and I'll add, you know, rosemary, turmeric, ginger, things like that, that are great for digestion, great for anti-inflammatory. You just really, when it comes to all of these things that I'm listing, quality is really important. Organic, pasture raised, grass fed. If it's, you know, ruminant animals, that's really, really, really important. So just keep that in mind because quality for sure always matters always. 
So gut health, uh, bone broth is one of my favorites. Super healing. It's going to go in and kind of heal all of those areas where, you know, there might be leakiness and might be uh, tight junction gaps, therefore creating leaky gut. There's also, um, you know, if you do well for, with fermented foods and they don't create histamine intolerances and histamine issues with you, they can be phenomenal. So I love sauerkraut. Just taking a little bit after a meal is it's a great natural digestive enzyme. It's also, um, it's, it's just really good for re- repopulating the gut. Kombucha is good. Just be careful with sugar. A lot of bottled kombuchas are very high in sugar because they're obviously going to sell more if it tastes better. I make mine homemade and I make it with as minimal sugar as I possibly can. And I ferment it for as long as I possibly can. So it literally tastes pretty acidic, um, <laughs> which is okay because I'm not taking it. I do enjoy the taste of it, but I'm not, I don't want it to be very sugary. I want the bacteria and yeast to have eaten all of it. And so I get even more probiotic benefit. Um, and other things kind of going off of the acidic tasting is apple cider vinegar. You can take that after a meal as a, like a little natural digestive enzyme. Um, it's, it's really great for helping to support the liver, especially if you put a little bit of lemon juice in there. Love that. There's also a probiotics can be really good, but just remember that probiotics are not created equally. They're not all created equally. There's a lot of, there's a lot of crappy ones out there. And I don't, I don't recommend a lot of them because a lot of them are dead by the time they even get to you, let alone get through your stomach. Uh, because most will not survive through the stomach. I've been doing a lot of research on this and there's this very interesting one. It's spore based probiotic. It is, it has, tons of clinical research and, and I've really been loving it. And excuse me, the one I, this, this probiotic is, has been clinically shown to just be just as effective, if not more effective than oral antibiotics for acne. And it's, and I think that's great because it's not damaging the gut. It's going in and doing exactly what the antibiotic is not doing. It's repopulating your bacteria or your gut with good bacteria and it is making sure that you are like actually not having leaky gut, which is so freaking important when it comes to gut health. That is definitely one of my favorites that I have added in. It's something I definitely recommend. It's, it's very high quality and it's, I, I like it because spore-based probiotics are going to be protected when they go through the stomach so that you actually are absorbing them. And they, they did a very cool study in college students. They did not change their diet at all. So they were eating a standard college diet, which I'm obviously very pro changing your diet and lifestyle. They did not change their diet. They literally just gave them this probiotic and they all had positive resolution of leaky gut. And that was without diet change. I'm not saying go out and not change your diet and just add this in. Please don't do that because you're going to get even better results when you do change your diet. You're going to change your life. But it just goes to show how incredibly beneficial it was for them. So I think that's cool. And if you guys are interested in this, I will put it in the show notes for you. Um, It's called Megaspore Biotic. I'll put it I'll put it in the show notes and you guys can read more about it. They're very, they're very uh, transparent about their clinical studies and what they find. And so I think that's very cool. But we have to go back to diet because we can't just take a probiotic and be all good, even though the study did show very positive benefits. Um, other things that you can be adding in, you know, anti-inflammatory foods, grass-fed, pasture-raised meats, um, you know, don't be afraid to eat stuff like that. They're, that's very healing, um, especially if you do well. You know, I know some people don't do great with ground beef. Some people, 
Some people just don't do good with beef in general. I, I really, I don't know. It totally depends. Again, everyone's bio-individual, but if you can do well with things like that, high-quality, pasture-raised, organic, grass-fed animal products are going to be amazing. You know, wild-caught fish is going to be great. All of those inflammatory, anti-inflammatory foods, you know, different colored fruits and vegetables. The more color, you know, the more phytochemicals, the better, because that's going to, again, diversify your microbiome which is huge when it comes to acne is microbiome health. So just get a bunch of different colors, you know, and add all that stuff in. Um, other herbs that I like, I had mentioned turmeric. That's a great one. You can cook with it. You can, I mean, there's, you can do so much with it. It's amazing. I love turmeric. Um, other good ones like thyme and oregano, they're good antibacterial. So if it is, you know, it's going to help control that bacteria on there, but it's not going to be, you know, torching your gut, which is great. Um, green tea is one of my favorites. There's a compound in there, EC, EGCG, which is responsible for helping to remember how I was talking about that conversion of aromatase, that aromatase enzyme from testosterone to estrogen, green tea, stopping that green tea is phenomenal for hormones. It's phenomenal for cancer prevention. It is it is amazing. It is like one of the most medicinal teas. I feel like that you can drink again, quality matters you know, organic when possible. You also want to be careful because some tea bags, there's no now studies showing that there's pretty significant amount of plastic leaching into cups because of these tea bags. So I do loose leaf whenever possible. Um, yeah, you guys, there's just, there's so many things and I'm trying to think of what I'm forgetting. Oh, dandelion root is another one of my favorites, whether you eat the dandelion, you know, in the springtime when they are fresh, you know, growing in the wild, I will put them in my smoothies. I love dandelion tea. I will up the heck out of that when I have a breakout, clear out the liver. It's really great for liver and kidney detoxification. So I, I love to do a mix of green and dandelion tea every day. It's like I said, you can cook with it. You can put it in your smoothies. You can put the greens in your salads, tons of great things. Cruciferous vegetables. Do not be shy on those. Don't skimp on those. But I think when it comes to this, it like, adding more of those whole nutrient dense foods in and just not, and just trying to limit as much of the inflammatory foods as you possibly can limiting the sugar, you know, especially during your period. I know that it can be hard when you're getting these PMS type cravings, but if you are also having a breakout and you're also having cramping and you're also having heavy periods during that time, like going into that sugar or giving into that sugar craving is not helping you. It's hurting you. It's creating more inflammation, more pain, more acne. So, you know, obviously everything in moderation, but just be careful with that because it really, that can be a huge player. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I am really looking forward to helping you guys throughout the holistic questionnaire, whether, you know, we point you in some good educational directions or we end up figuring out, okay, well, we really need to, to do some work internally with you and we work one-on-one. I'm good with either. I'm happy to help and seriously, whatever way I can. So I'm excited to hear from you guys, hear what you're struggling with and figure out how we can support you, you know, non-toxic products and lifestyle and educational resources because empowerment is key. And, you know, again, going back to that holistic approach, mind, body movement and non-toxic living is my little tagline for a reason. All of them, all the above are incredibly important. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I will see you guys next week. And thank you for listening. Hey.